Mr. Larry, good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing great. Man, we're honored to have you here. Mr. Larry's down here, y'all. First time he's ever even been to the beach today. We took him out there. We had a dinner. A couple pretty waitresses had a good old time, y'all. But we're actually here to talk about a terrible time in Texas history. It's something that's never even been discussed on YouTube. Today's going to be the first time we talk about uh, the pre-Ruiz time. Time when Texas didn't even have guards. Inmates guarded you themselves. It was a brutal, terrible time. Uh, Mr. Larry, what was the first year when you went to prison? How old were you? I was 21. And what year was it? Uh, it was uh, October of two, uh, 1975. October 1975. The man was 21 years old, y'all. He got a life sentence and didn't know what to do with it. No man at 21 will ever know what to do with that life sentence, man. It's kind of hard to deal with. 42 years later, he's finally getting to start his life, y'all. Uh, Mr. Larry, what was the first prison that you ever went to? Our first prison was uh, the East Ham Unit. East Ham Unit. What city is that in? Uh, the mail goes to Love, lady, but East Ham really is in uh, Trinity. Trinity, Texas. That's got a bad name, man. East Ham is kind of kind of bad, ain't it? Yeah, it was bad. Uh, we've heard about East Ham. East Ham had a kind of... Uh, Famous article wrote about it. Who who did that article, Mr. Larry? Uh, Newsweek. Uh, he published an article, America's Toughest Prison, the East Ham State Prison. America's Toughest Prison in 19, what, 84 or something? 1986. 1986, y'all. I'm sorry to tell y'all, it wasn't Attica. It was not San Quentin. It wasn't Folsom, y'all. The worst prison in America in the old days was East Ham Prison in Texas. And this man just told you, and we're going to show you the article on it. It's no joke, man. Mr. Larry, how did they start you in East Ham when you got off the bus? What happens, man? Just tell us how it was back then. Uh, when we was getting close to East Ham, some of the old timers on the bus, uh, by me being a first offender, I was asking them, say, hi, is East Ham. And an uh, old school white guy was sitting beside me. He said, say, youngster. The worst mistake you can make at East Ham is running your mouth. He said, just be quiet. He said, when you pull in, the turnkeys and the major, they might jump you. He said, but you're a first offender. You're not getting transferred from another unit for disciplinary, so they're probably not going to bother you. So we pulled into East Ham. There's four big building tenders standing out with no shirts on. These guys are weightlifters. And, uh, and an old-ass major named Burson. And uh, we getting off the bus, they unhandcuffed us, got off the bus. All the guys who got transferred out for disciplinary from other units, they beat the hell out of them at the bus. He right there on the spot? Right on the spot. He didn't bother me because I was just coming from the county jail. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but listen, you said something that they're not going to understand in California, New York, nowhere. What is a building tender, man? What's that? A building tender was uh, guys who Texas prison used all the way up until they abolished them in 1984. Uh, they had the, about the equivalent power of a prison captain. They took the count, they assigned inmates to sell, and they handled all uh, disciplinary. And so, they beat uh, the hell uh, out of you. So the, the actual inmates held the power of a prison captain? Yes. Wow. Listen to this, folks. In the state of Texas, in those days, you were truly at the mercy of the other inmates. This is unbelievable, y'all. Keep going, Mr. Larry. Tell I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you got off the bus and they beat a couple guys. Did they let you make it? They let me make it. And uh, we went inside the prison and uh, we had to go see the, uh, the warden get classified. And uh, a, a warden told me, he said, hey, 
you one of the youngest guys here, and you're a first offender. He said, they must didn't like you at classification. I don't know why the hell they sent you here. He said, you so small and so young, I don't know who the hell I'm going to put you in the cell with. He said, these old boys here, they rape you, they do everything over here. He said, I'm going to tell you something. You ain't got to be no punk at this unit. He said, get your knives and stab the hell out of them. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. But back then, you could hit somebody in the head, scald them in hot water. They ain't do shit. Put you in solitary and let you go. And it's the warden greeting you at the unit, telling yes. you can stab them. Don't be a punk. That's right. He said, he opened his draw up. had brass knuckles, <laughs> black jacks, iron pipes. He said, you ain't got a shank. Just come down here and ask me and get something out of my desk and go down there and do his ass. And then we ain't going to do nothing to you. So it's a man's prison over yeah. there, man. So this man, listen to what he's telling y'all. At his young age, he's walking into the grown man's prison. And here's the warden warning him and telling him it's okay to handle his business, man. This is amazing. How did you feel when he said that, Mr. Lair? Was you Be honest. I know any man would have been slightly concerned, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Well, guys from Dallas County Jail, a lot of guys, they've been on a lot of units. So they kind of laced me up what to expect. And uh, you had your mind right. Yeah, I had my mind right to to fight if it's necessary. I know I was young, and I life was, sentence. Yeah, life sentence. I ain't got shit to lose. Was you that cat with his back against the wall, oh, Mister Player? Right, that's who that was me. And you had to be, man. There's no way you'd be here telling the story if you weren't right now. So we give you much props with that. Uh, East Ham. We got to explain a little more about East Ham Prison here. It's all. Uh, one of the old school prisons. See, East Ham in the state of Texas back then, we do know we had a, a system that was segregated. We had a racial system. And East Ham prison was where they would send a black man if they wanted to cross him out, man. That's what Mr. Larry didn't explain to you. He got sent over there because they wanted him to get in trouble. They wanted him to feel some pain. And here he is at 22 years old telling us he's ready for it. And my God, it's got to be scary, man. When you left the warden's office, what happened? Uh, they assigned me uh, to a cell block, which they called the House of Pain. The unit is known as the House of Pain, but this particular wing, R-Line, is the House of Pain. Oh, they assigned me to R-Line, and it really wasn't that bad. I talked to the building tunnel. They told me, they said, hey, man, uh, you young. Uh, we don't play that raping shit down here. I don't play that shit. The head building tunnel was telling me that. He was from Dallas. Uh, and he said, uh, if one of them guys in the day room bother you, just come out here and get an iron pipe, wear his ass out, and don't even worry about it. So he let you have his pipe to go and yeah. handle business. Just take care of your business. Don't even worry about it. Man. Tell me about Mr. Larry when you first got there. What was the first thing that you seen that made you realize you weren't at home no more, man? Uh... We were standing out in the hallway waiting to get classified, and all the turnkeys went to screaming and hollering, here come that goddamn black line, here come that black line. I'm saying, black line, why they so afraid of black? Man, I saw some black dudes come through that door wild as hell, arguing with the guards. They start fighting in the hallway. I said, damn, what kind of unit is That's this? That black line. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't trying to hear it. Who were they? Were they R-Line? What was that? It, it, it was um, from all over the unit. East Ham didn't have that many blacks on it. It was a white unit. Right. It's predominant white. And very few Hispanics and very few blacks. But all the blacks was there predominantly worked in the fields. Yeah, picking right. cotton and uh, corn and all that what stuff. Type of, what type of... Uh, see, in the state of Texas, we still have field labor. 
continued on to 2019, and we're going to discuss that in detail because it is some slave labor type of stuff that we feel like should be abolished in Texas. But, Mr. Larry, what type of crops were y'all growing on East Ham back then? East Ham had every crop under the sun. It's 14,000 acres. 14,000 acres. They got a dairy, they got hogs, corn, big-ass garden. They got anything you want, they got it. We grew all our food. Were y'all self-sustaining back then? Self-sustaining. So everything that prison needed, that prison made. That's right. Including wow. the clothes. They made the clothes at East Ham. Everything grown, everything's butchered, everything there, huh? Yep. Yeah, Texas, they, that's why we call them prison farms here, folks. In Texas, we call them farms for a reason. <laughs> You'll be the farmer. It's unbelievable. Uh, Mr. Larry, listen, how long did you stay on East Ham Prison at that time for your first bid? Oh, well, I first, a guy that I was in the cell with, he had a little book. It's 35 pages long. It's called a Jailhouse Lawyer's Manual. And he said, hey, youngster, you're going to need this. He was getting ready to go home. And I filed a lawsuit against ESAM. I ain't been there for about four months. So you filed a lawsuit right away. Congratulations. Come out swinging, young as hell, and starting stuff. So they got <laughs> How did that work with the police, man? Oh, the bastards got mad and transferred me to Ramsey 2. Okay, well, that'll be part it's two. It's worse than East Ham. We'll talk about Ramsey 2 on the <laughs> next one. Ramsey 2 is notorious. See, listen, we're going to have a lot of stuff for y'all here, man. This guy that we're speaking to... This is going to be something. This is history, y'all. Mr. Larry is unbelievable. It's just crazy. Uh, listen, more about East Ham Prison, though, back then. You say it was mostly white. Did you have only black cell blocks, white cell blocks? How was All it All the cell blocks were segregated. It was a north end and south end. On the south end, it was two black cell blocks, and it was one black cell block safekeeping. It was three cell blocks on the south end. The north end had... Two cell blocks that were black and three dorms that was black. That was all the blacks at the unit. All the other units, now get me wrong, it's 20 cell blocks at East Ham and eight dormitories. All that was white. Everything white. Everything white. What were the police over there? White? It's two black lieutenants, all the rest of the police is white. So two black, and that's it. That's it. Okay, one thing that I wanted to talk about more about this building tender turnkey. What is a turnkey? A turnkey is a guy who stayed out in the hallway and opened the riot gates, opened the doors to the cell blocks in the dorms. So he, he had, had all the keys. keys to the unit, yes. And he was an inmate? Yes. Okay, Mr. Lee, what did these inmates wear? Did they wear the same type of clothes? Were they in white suits? Or did they... No, they wore starch clothes, and uh, they have uh, on their back, you could, it had an S. On their back of their shirt and their pants. Only them? Yeah, only them got an S. Okay, so everybody knew who they were. Everybody, you know who they were. Okay, and then this is what I wanted to talk a little bit about, too. What race were these guys? Listen, you had a black cell block? Were there black men that yeah, were attending you? Yeah, if you had a black, you lived on a black cell block, the building tunnels going to be black. And if you were white, they were white? Yeah, you on a Hispanic cell block, the building tunnels is Hispanic. So they also had Hispanic cell blocks. Yeah, they had two Hispanic cell blocks. Mr. Larry, what would they do back then with the other guys and Asians and stuff? Did they have a place? There was they, no Asians. Just nobody came through yet? No. No Asians in the system. Okay, and we're going to uh, we're getting ready to close part one right here about these building tenants. I want you to give them any thoughts or anything. Listen, because you told me that when the building tenant system left, there was some good and bad and stuff like that. Can you just explain a little bit, people, about how you felt living under them building tenders before we close them? 
the building tunnel system uh, uh, was a little bit better because you could defend yourself and you wouldn't get no more time added on your sentence. If you stabbed some fucker or you, you beat him to death, they ain't do shit to you, just put you in solitary, they didn't have no ad saying this, put you in solitary 15 days, let you out, transfer you to another unit, or leave you on that unit, and that was the end of it. Well, now under this system, inmate can go steal your stuff, and you assault his ass, you go into free world court, and you go into ad saying. Might stay in SIG 10 years for that assault. So what you're, basically what you're saying is during the building tender system, you might could possibly be their victim, but you would be nobody else's victim. That's correct. You only had to deal with them. No other inmate, you didn't have to take and shit. And nowadays, 2019, you can also be the, you can be the system's victim, you can be an inmate's victim, and you can't defend yourself now. It is, it is terrible, you know what I mean? I, honestly, but so... That's an amazing insight, and I appreciate that, man. That's just wonderful. This thing is going to be something that just nobody's ever heard about. They're going to have more questions. And listen, Mr. Larry's not done with this, y'all. We'll probably do a live and some other type of things, too, about this old-school building tender system. Where, uh, before I close, how many guards were there on East Ham? Only, only not counting the ones that take us out to work because they go home in the evening. But the guards that's regular assigned who worked inside the prison, we might on a good day have seven. And East Ham is a huge-ass unit. Seven guards seven and how guards. many building tenders? Uh, about 50. <laughs> 50 building tenders. So. Then you throw in the turnkeys. That's not all the inmate guards. They had, they had count boys. They work in there with the warden. They type up the move slips, the disciplinary, the count boys. They, they were count boys. They beat your ass, too, just like anybody else. They basically run the unit was the count boy. They did all the clerical stuff, that right? That's right. Okay. And what year did that end? 1984. 1984. So you spent nine years under the building tender system? Nine years. During that time, listen, I'm going to say one more time. During that time, did you buck those building tenders? What did Mr. Larry ever do? Shit, they beat the hell out of me. I used to have a permanent black eye. <laughs> Damn. I believe you, too, eight. <laughs> That's a strong man walking around with a permanent black eye, huh? <laughs> We're going to close that right there, y'all. Listen, Mr. Larry, hold your book up. Show these people what we got going on. Mr. Larry wrote Islam Demystified, y'all. Lee A. Larry, Ph.D. Order your copy. It's available on Amazon right now, man. Listen, this guy spent 42 years in the penitentiary. And uh, help him out, guys. Just buy a copy, and it's a damn good book. And I'll tell you what, he... he He'll contact you too if you want.